trekking toward Jebel Akazaz in the late spring rain. The nomads were soaked and nearly giddy. Behind them, at lower elevations, the grass was already yellowing and withering, fodder not for flocks but for wildfires. Ahead, the mountain passes conceivably could still be obstructed by snow. Whatever anxieties the band maintained, however, were washed away by the downpour. In countries such as this, Hope's other name was Moisture. Even the sheep and goats seemed merry, lighter of hoof, although individual beasts paused from time to time to shake rainwater from their coats, vigorously, stiffly, causing them to look like self-conscious burlesque queens. Their leathery black muzzles, glistening with rain, were pointed, not so much by their drivers as by a migratory instinct older than humanity, toward distant pastures. Switters was one of four men, the Khan, the Khan's eldest son, an experienced pathfinder, and himself, who traveled on horseback at the head of the procession. The rest were on foot. They had been on the move, dawn to dusk, for almost a week. About two miles back, prior to beginning their gradual ascent, they had passed a large compound, an oasis, undoubtedly, completely surrounded by a high mud wall. The boughs of orchard trees rose above the wall, and the scent of orange blossoms boosted to a higher power the already intoxicating smell of the rain. From inside the compound, Switters thought he heard the wild, sugary shriek of girlish laughter. Several of the young men must have heard it too, for they turned their heads to stare wistfully at the remote estate. The band pressed on. That is what nomads do. Forward the march, the burden, and the bleating. Switters, however, could not get the mini-oasis out of his mind. Something about it, its mysterious walls, its lush vegetation, its auditory hint of young women splashing in the rain, had gripped his imagination with such steady pressure that eventually he announced to his hosts his intention to return and investigate the place. One might say they were shocked, except that his very presence among them was in and of itself so extraordinary that they were partially immune to further bewilderment. The Khan shook his head, and his eldest son, who spoke passable English, objected. Oh, sir, we must not turn back. The flocks! 